Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Creative Vagabonds, Thinkers, and Innovators. This is the place where great minds come to chat, and I am your host, Sandra Lee Schubert, and welcome to the show. Well, hello there, everybody. I am your host, indeed, Sandra Lee Schubert, and the chat room is open. So if you want to log in to Blog Talk Radio, you can ask questions in the chat. If not, you can just hang out there. I'm posting some links and some other interesting things. As with live radio, things happen. So my guest, Dr. Judith Orloff, had an emergency with a client. So she's going to be a little late. So I am just going to chat with you for a couple of minutes. And then I'm probably going to play a couple of uh, pieces from Jed Luckless, who is the uh, resident um, resident musician for the show. He provides the opening music and the closing music. And I've got a couple of his pieces that we played on the show before. So I'm probably just going to play a couple of those, and um, Dr. Arloff is probably going to join us about 1.10, 1.15, if all goes well. If not, I'm going to come back on, and we'll um, we'll talk a little bit more, and we'll see what happens. But basically, what we're doing today is we're going to talk about Dr. Arloff's Guide to Intuitive Healing, Five Steps to physical, emotional, and sexual wellness. And I, I know that all of us can, can use that in our lives. So it's kind of exciting to have her on. So if, give me a moment. I'm going to play Barter Glass. I think that's no, that's not right. It's Barter Creek from Jed Luckless. Sorry about that, Jed. Barter Creek. So I'm going to play that for a little bit and maybe a couple other pieces, and we'll see what happens in terms of Dr. Orloff taking care of her emergency and getting online with us. Joys of live radio. Always fun.
Hey there, for those of you just joining us, uh, Dr. Arloff had a um, an emergency, and she will be joining us shortly. But in the meantime, I'm just going to play some music, and uh, we'll see what happens. And then after that, Dr. Arloff will join us about 1.10, thereabouts, 1.15. So just keep listening to the music, and we'll get back to you. The next up is Rollover. Again, the music I'm playing today is by Jed Luckless, has provided the music for the show in the past. So take a listen.
Hello. Hi there, Judith. Are you online? I am. Judith? Very good. Yeah, Thank you so much. <laughs> you we're live on the air now, so thank you. And I apologize, everybody. For some reason, her number wasn't showing up on the the dashboard, and so there she was, trying to call in, and I didn't even see her. So thank you for bearing with listening to music for a bit. And Judith, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on. And sorry oh, for all the. Dub- yeah, I'm doubly thrilled to be on now. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it's the joy of live live radio is like stuff happens and you just you just you, you just never know what's going to happen. But let me give you a proper in- introduction to our guests who are listening so they know who I'm talking to and what we're going to talk about. So Judith Orloff is a psychiatrist, an empath, an intuitive healer and a New York Times bestseller author. She synthesizes the pearls of traditional medicine with cutting-edge knowledge of intuition, energy, and spirituality. And today we're discussing her book, Dr. Judith Orloff's Guide to Intuitive Healing, Five Steps to Physical, Emotional, and Sexual Wellness. And this is a great topic to talk about right now. So what does this all mean? Uh, Well, I'm a, a psychiatrist. I'm also an intuitive and an empath. And so I combine traditional medicine with intuition and the capacity to use empathy and intuition to diagnose and treat my patients. And what this book will be given away at the New York Open Center workshop, and I'm giving this uh, uh, August 13th, Saturday, uh, where I talk about how to use intuition for healing and awakening intuition. And so this book is my effort to express five steps that I use as a psychiatrist and intuitive healer and how to tap into intuition because traditional healers um, don't use intuition typically and they just use what they've learned in linear medicine. Um, And so learning how to listen to intuition is key, key to your own healing. So when when we talk about intuition, um, I, I know there are a lot of people who understand what that is, but can you explain a little bit to people who may not, you know, may not kind of understand it, how it, how, what you're talking about in relationship to healing or to, you know, they, I mean, people may think it's a gut feeling, but what it, how, how do you describe intuition? Well, intuition is nonlinear information that doesn't come through the intellect, but it comes through signals such as gut feelings, knowings in your gut, senses of energy, feeling if your energy goes up or down around certain people, or you get flashes of knowing or premonitions or guidance that comes to you through dreams. So it's all kinds of other types of knowledge in what researchers call a non-local sense, and so which means it's not linear. So to be able to tap into all that in yourself, to listen to your gut, I mean, it's in a very simple way. How do you listen to your gut? If you're around somebody and you suddenly feel like your energy is being sapped, most likely it is. And you're around an energy vampire, which I talk about in the book and I will in the workshop. So you want to listen to those signals. But what the mind does is typically try and talk yourself out of it, where you say, oh, that person is so nice and Everybody likes him, but yet you're extremely exhausted around this person. So that's your intuition giving you information. 
Well, you know, I thought it was funny because I was listening to the audio version of, of, of the book today. And the part I was listening to was when you were talking about your body's reactions to things. Like if you start noticing how you react to certain things. And I was sitting, I, I take this bus and occasionally the bus goes to a part of town where we have courthouses. And occasionally you're on the bus with people who are going to their court cases. And sometimes things are a little odd. And I start to break out in hives on my left side. Now, I'm like, what's going on? And, and I know in the past, whenever I break out in hives on just one side, I know it's, it's always a sign for me to pay, pay attention, like just pay attention. And as it turned out, this really young girl was on the bus. I'm young, I mean, about 20. And you know, she'd been chatting, but I sort of was paying attention to her. And she ended up starting to nod out. And clearly she was sort of under the influence of, of something. So it was funny that at that moment where suddenly my body was reacting, even though immediately I didn't see anything and I could see, you know, she was having some trouble. And then somebody got on the bus and started to help her, start to talk to her, start to take care of her, start to keep her awake. But it was interesting because that as soon as I started getting those hives, I was like, oh, pay attention, like pay attention to what's going around around right. me. And that's like that's one of my signs. Like when I, I get hives, I know there's something I need to pay attention to in my space. Right, exactly. But do you realize how many people don't listen to those kind of signs? A lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of people, they'll go to their dermatologist and say, why did I get hives? And never make the connection between your physical reaction and the other person sitting next to you. And so you can train yourself to listen to intuition as you have, you know, so beautifully in this example. Um, and that's what the workshop is about is what do you listen to? You know, what signs mm-hmm. do you listen to? What do you ignore? You know, what do you you know, just not pay attention to when you should have. You know, are you, you know, going out on a date and you get a, a strong yes that this person it will be wonderful for you and yet you don't go for it, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason? Or the opposite, if you're, you know, going out with somebody and you now you get, you're so attracted to them and yet your your gut is saying danger, 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 no, 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 and yet you still pursue the relationship. So, you know, how, and, you know, that's a very, very ordinary situations that happen every day to people. And, and it's interesting. I mean, you see, you do see that a lot. And I, I, I'm certainly been guilty of ignoring the signs. I, you know, I know for me, when I ignore the signs is because I want it to be different, you know, especially as I'm right. you know, meeting somebody and I'm like, oh, I really like that person. I want to like that then. But something's saying... No, and I I know for me over time, those instincts show you know prove to be right over the course of time. Sometimes you don't see it immediately, but at some point you're kind of like, man, I wish I'd listened listened to that initial thought. Um, exactly, so, and that's intuition. Yeah, so. Um, so when you you're you're having this intuition and you're you, you I mean what what do people do I mean do you test it over a course of time so like I got hives 
three or four times in certain situations before I sort of realized that was what was happening. What would, would you suggest for people and how to sort of, you know, keep figuring that out? Well, you, you can do that, but then after a while, you know, you really begin to trust your, your intuition. And so it's not necessary to run us through a three-step process, you know, retuning in. <laughs> so, but you, you can. Yeah, well, I mean, you some can. people are a little slow, like I. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'll get used to it. When you get a stomachache and you're around somebody, and that's proven to be a sign so many times, you go, oh, like you said, with the hives. You know, oh, I have hives. I know what it is. Right. So you, you don't test it out three times. You just know from experience that right. that's a reliable indicator for you. So it's it's some so you're saying it's at some point you develop a trust of your own body and what your body is telling you, rather than sort of saying, well, let me give it one more shot to see if it, if that's if I'm right or not. You you sort of just come to it and be a little more trustworthy of the process. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you get more confident with your intuition. The more you use it, the more you'll get confident. And the more what I've seen with my patients is the more they don't listen to it because it doesn't fit into what they want, you know, the more they get battered and exhausted. And then that stops them, you know, from not listening again. Sometimes you have to not listen to it a lot and then go, okay, I'm not going to live that way anymore. Right. So, um, do you, uh, Judith, you're breaking up slightly, so I just I just don't know if you can move your phone around a little bit, but just oh, okay. just to let you know, the phone's breaking up a little bit. Okay, how is that? That's a little better, thank you. So, okay, so in terms of what you what you're talking about the the five steps, you know, so. We have no. Would intuition is that considered a physical or emotional? Is it or is it both? Uh, well, the five steps that I talk about in Guide to Intuitive Healing are notice your beliefs and develop positive beliefs that intuition is possible and you want to listen to it. Second step is listening to the body, is sensing your subtle energy. And the fourth step is tuning into people, and the fifth step is listening to dreams. So there are five components to intuition. So when you're starting out, so if somebody's coming to you or coming to to your class and or your workshop, and what would they do to start this process? I mean, what would be their first step if they've never encountered this before? Well, what I'm going to do with the group at the Open Center on the 13th is, is take them through exercises where they learn how to still their mind and listen to their intuition. Because what stops you from listening to your intuition is the jabbering, chattering mind that goes on constantly. And and so I'm going to teach people how to make the shift from their head you know, into the still space inside that they, so they can listen more easily. There's not as much static and so once you get there, then you can actually, you know, have the group ask themselves questions, you know, that they want an intuitive answer to, such as, you know, how can I improve my career, you know, if that's what they're focusing on, or how can I, you know, feel better, you know, with my body. And then you tune in and you're open to any flashes or knowings that come 
And then you get information that just you never even thought about before that will help you achieve your goal. It's really amazing. So, uh, you, you in in the beginning of and and I've as I said I've listened I'm list, been listening to the audio version. In, in the beginning, you tell the story about going to uh, a prison and working with women, and I, I mean I thought that those stories were so wonderful and just you know just one the number of women that seem to be to be use meditation as a practice, which I thought was kind of interesting. But, I mean, an experience like that where people are sort of, I mean, in prison, obviously, hampered in some physical way, what did you learn from that process? I mean, what was surprising to you about working with women in prison? Well, it's interesting. I brought Guide to Intuitive Healing to the women in, in prison, and I asked them, and they were in for everything from murder to drug, drug arrest, the whole spectrum. And I said, why did you land in here? You know, if you, you know, do you, what is the main reason that you landed in here? And they all said, or most of them said, I didn't listen to my intuition not to do something. (laughs) Where they all, what was fascinating to me is most of them raised their hand when they said they had an intuition not to get involved with that guy who would lead them into a life, you know, or not (laughs) to do this, not to do that. And they still went ahead with it. So, you know, their honesty, you know, struck me. And the fact that they wanted to come to a lecture on intuition in their free time when they could be out in the yard, they could be doing other things, they all showed up for me, hundreds of them, which was striking to me. That's in, that's in, that's interesting. So I, I guess, you know, in your experience, what, what stops, because you're talking about these women who sort of kind of had a, got not to do it, but went ahead and did it anyway. You know, what is it that sort of keeps people from, for, or keeps people going in that direction when they're getting intuition that says don't go there? And what what would drive somebody to go down that road? Well, there are a lot of different things. All of, them, all of these women, and commonly with, with most people, if they're not trained to listen, where they get a, a gut feeling and they're not trained to say, all right, stop. You know, this is important. I have to listen to it. You know, that kind of just comes and goes. And, you know, and also it, you know, has to do with their desires. You know, if they get involved with someone and they're attracted to them and there's passion with it and, you know, they, they could lose their best judgment. Let's just put it that way. And they don't lose their intuition or, you know, they're desperate and they feel there are no other options because they don't tune into their intuition. They get involved in all kinds of troubling things. So just in in general with just as people, we, we tend to, it seems that we tend to not trust, um, again, trust our, our, our better angels, I guess, in this situation. And, and yeah. We we just sort of go down a road that we know might be bad for us. Like I guess, as I said, it takes me you know took me three times or whatever number of times to sort of go, oh duh, that's what happens. You know, like oh yeah. I feel this. You know, so you know we're, we're sometimes need to sort of I guess some of us need a little bit more prompting at times, and other of us catch on faster. I. At least for me, that's true. Right, but, right. And that, that's what I hope that the workshop at the Open Center on the 13th will give people that time 
to recalibrate, to come, you know, tune into themselves and to see what's important and go back out in life recalibrated to their intuition. So they're not just in their heads trying to figure everything out or in their emotions, you know, so discombobulated by all their feelings they can't get centered. So in terms of, okay, so you have things that people can do in regarding meditation and being quiet. And I guess there are other other things to do. Like I know for, for me, I, I, I have to avoid politics right now because it just gets upsetting and clouds clouds everything in my life. But are there uh, external sources that sort of hamper people when they're trying to sort of listen to their, their better angels? Yeah, good question. Uh, well, part of what I'll talk about on the 13th is the whole concept of being an empath. And an empath is somebody who is open to their intuition, but they absorb the energies and the stress of the world into their own bodies so they can get very tired and very anxious, you know, or agoraphobic and not want to come outside and the world is just all too overwhelming. And that's a phenomena, but the overwhelm comes from the outside source in answer to your question. It comes from... You know, just walking down the streets of Manhattan, you know, can overload a man, uh, uh, an empath. You know, just right. walking That's all the energy true. fields. Yeah, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. all my empath patients, I always tell them not to listen to the news before they go to sleep at night, especially, so they can, you know, have a more restful sleep. Because you hear these horrible things on the news, an empath, if somebody that's open intuitively, will take it on in their sensitive heart, and it's just too much for everybody. It's too much. You know, a lot of people go on compassion burnout. Now, that's one form of what happens to people. But others just get demolished energetically by by the world if they don't know how to ground themselves and center themselves and set boundaries. They take care of themselves. Yeah, take care of yourself. How do you be open and intuitive and deal with this coarse, you know, impossible world? That's what the workshop's about. Right. Well, I guess, like, I, I, I had to learn not to watch The Walking Dead and then go to sleep because it really did affect uh, my dream life yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And those are the kind of things like I I know for for me, I, I you know, once I get on the bus and I've I've come home, I I need to be alone for a while because I to decompress. I, I'm you know, I I need that quiet time and downtime and I I I, I don't think a lot of people take care of themselves in that way where they don't give themselves any quiet time. People are just so always filling themselves up with some kind of noise one way or another. So, you know, it's, it's adjusting and learning how to do something a little differently or be quiet. I mean, it's really hard for people to, to be alone with themselves in some way. Yes. Yes, it is. But if you're an empath, you're an intuitive empath, you require that. You can't live without so, it. It becomes too overwhelming unless you take that quiet time. Talk a little bit about more about what it means to, to be an, an empath um, for people who might not have heard that that expression. I mean, people may know what it's like to be empathic, but they might not understand what being an empath means. Well, an empath, I'm an empath, so I have a, a real interest in it because, 
you know, when I was a child, I couldn't go into shopping malls and crowded places because I'd walk in fine and walk out totally overwhelmed by the energy or anxious or depressed or just feeling horrible from being around that many people's energy field. And what an empath can do, as opposed to other people, is that they don't have the same filters up between themselves and the world, and they take on other people's stuff. And you can feel it when you're around you know, a lot of other people, their energy fields are big. So you sense it and feel it and take it on into your body. And we'll talk about that in the workshop because a lot of people who come to me and want to develop intuition are empaths. I mean, so much so I have an empath support community on Facebook where, you know, over 5,000 empaths are talking about their common experiences. And it's like a self-help group for empaths. And it's weird because traditional medicine doesn't have the context to define what's going on with empaths because they don't believe in the subtle energy fields of the body. You know, so it's a form of, of being intuitive that once you learn how to ground it and center it and protect yourself, it's amazing. I mean, you can feel such deep compassion for people and such passion, such you know, connection to nature and the world, and you live so deeply empathic and the nuances of everything. It's really a beautiful artistic way to live once you learn how to protect yourself. Hello? Hello? Yes, uh, hi, I'm sorry, I'm here. Yeah, okay, Hello? hi. I thought I lost you. Yeah, hi. <laughs> I did, you know, we just did, we just disappear every now and then on, on live radio. Um, so uh, I guess what I was going to say about the empath part is that you don't want to lose your heart you don't want to lose feeling compassion for people but you don't want to necessarily walk around like a sponge absorbing everybody's whatever's you you want to develop a, a way to sort of you know i don't know protect yourself or just keep yourself from you know, not taking everything in i guess i'm sort of saying that a little awkwardly but exactly yeah but you have to learn skills People just don't know right. these kinds of things. You know, the skills, right. you have to have somebody teach you these skills. You're not born with learning how to do it. I had, as an empath, I had to figure all this out by myself because <laughs> there was absolutely nobody to teach me this when I was growing up or, you know, as I went to medical school. Nobody talks about the energy fields of the bodies and being an empath. Nobody does. Now more so. But, right um, now. you know, and I have a, a book coming out about it beginning of next year in the spring on empaths. But we need to know these things. If you, if, you know, all the people walking around who are exhausted all the time, I'd love to give them the empath quiz in, in the book and see if they're an empath. And if so, there's certain steps to take to take care of yourself as opposed to other people who have more defenses up. You know, they don't feel right. what we feel. Right. And it, it, it's, it's different. different. It's it's different for each person. I, 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 I'm also a member of the empath Facebook group, your Facebook group. So, oh, great. Great, great, great. And, and it, it's been interesting. And I have to, honestly, I have to tell you, there's so much energy there in that group. Sometimes I can't go on the group because there's too much energy for me, <laughs> which I think is 
which I think is kind of funny. That you know, it's like there's too much energy in the empath group, you know. But I, it, it's helpful to hear other people's stories. And I had I had shared a, a story on on there about um, he listening to a piece of music that a musician played and feeling all sorts of kind of really angry and mad about it. And it was, and it's you know, people were very helpful in it. But it took a couple of months to realize my to or to discover that my feelings and my feelings of anger were actually based in some sort of reality that the person was indeed sort of playing me a bit in terms yeah. of that piece of music they were playing and but it was helpful that I could take that to the group and sort of saying well this is what I felt and I'm kind of confused by this because it seemed like such a nice romantic song that was be, that was being played, but at the same time, my reaction was really, I got really angry and I felt manipulated. And true enough, I discovered the person did actually have a girlfriend and had all this going on, but was saying one thing to me, but doing something else. And, oh, you know, oh, but it took, it took right a on. Right. And, 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 but I, you know, it was good for me to sort of say, okay, I'm feeling this and then saying, you know what, I'm going to trust my judgment on this one. I'm just going to dive right in. I'm just going to sort of hold back, and I'm going to see what shows up. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was helpful to to see that. It was helpful to see other people's reactions, but then also make my own judgment about what I was feeling and say, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to just, play this a little safe right now. And yeah, and indeed at the, you know, the end of the day, it, it turned out not, you know, not to be something I wanted to be involved, be something I wanted to be involved with, but it took a little bit of honoring my feelings to sort of get to that place. I had to be able to say my feelings are accurate, even though the circumstances don't seem that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's you know, people have to be learned to, to teach themselves to do what you just did. You know, to be able to listen and, and decide to trust yourself, like you just beautifully put. You know, just going to decide to trust this, and then you know, your the world becomes a much different place when you decide to trust yourself and your intuitions right. that come through. So, so let's, any, let's we have. You, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Is there any chance you could make it to the Open Center workshop on the 13th? I don't know. I don't know that I I I might give it a shot, but I I'm I, I don't okay, know. Okay, it would be lovely to meet you. <laughs> I don't know, and we do have a friend in common, so there you go. Um, I would let's talk a little bit. I'd love to talk a little bit about dream, the dream life because I know I have an active dream life. What what is it about the dream life that helps people with their intuition? Well, that's one of the steps in Guide to Intuitive Healing that I talk about um, in terms of getting intuitive information. Dreams are a wealth of intuitive information because you're not in your linear mind. You're going to sleep. You're letting go of, of your everyday world and linear mind, and you're slipping into a nonlinear realm where all kinds of information comes through. And so we'll talk about how to remember dreams by keeping a dream journal and staying in the hypnagogic state when you wake up, um, Mm -hmm. which is this 
state between sleep and waking and then writing down your dreams and then interpreting them. So it's a, it's a way of accessing that rich inner world of intuition through your dream life. Right. And, and then, and, and I think people are sort of, will sort of think dreams are just dreams, but there are some, some good solid messages in, in them. Oh, dreams give you guidance about how to lead your life. I've listened to them since I've been a little girl. Oh, yeah. I still I still remember my some of my earliest dreams um from when I was a child. So it's kind of they've stuck stuck with me. So that's always kind of interesting. I've I have a very very deeply vivid dream life. I I think I do a lot more living in my dream life than I do in my waking life. So dreams uh-huh. are really very they I think they're very interesting. So uh, I, you mentioned the workshop, so I just want to let people know more about that. It's called Second Sight, Awakening the Power of Your Intuition, and it's Saturday, August 13th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Is it at the Open Center or is it somewhere else? I'm not really sure. You'll have to call the Open Center. It depends on the size of the group. If you can sit in the Open Center, which is pretty large, um, mm-hmm. it'll probably be there. Okay. No, the if you, people do want to find out more about that, they can go to the OpenCenter.org and it'll have the workshop there, and they can find out more information. And um, the book that we were talking about that uh, that I've been listening to was Dr. Judith Orloff's Guide to Intuitive Healing, and it's five steps to physical, emotional, and sexual wellness. And you can get more information uh, about. Um, Dr. Orloff at drjudithorloff.com. And I'm just going to spell your name for people in case they don't know. O-R-L-O-F-F. Now, we have about two minutes, three minutes. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to offer people before we say goodbye? Well, I just think even if you've never trusted your intuition before, you can always start just right now. You know, ask yourself, what is your gut feeling about something? You know, what is the best choice you could make that feels good in your body, not just in your mind? And just begin to, importantly, don't second-guess yourself, and it will lead to a really exciting, intuitive life. Very good. Well, I, I want to thank everybody who sort of, you know, bore with us, bore with us, I don't know if that's the correct word, while for the initial sort of, waiting period and listen to some music and I'm sorry that we didn't get you on sooner but I'm glad we did get you on live radio is always fun and again I want to thank my guest Dr. Judith Orloff please visit her site drjudithorloff.com she has the um, empath support group on Facebook is it called empath support group I don't remember offhand I apologize it's called the empath support community support community and that's on on facebook it's a wonderful uh group if you if you think you might be an empath just want to find out more about it just need some you know just confirmation it's a, it's a nice it's a really nice supportive group so i want to thank you for being on the show again you can see her judith in person at the open center august 13th from 10 a.m to 5 p.m and you can go to theopencenter.org for more information. So thank you so much for being on the show with me. It was a delight to talk to you for even a short amount of time. I'm glad we got the chance to chat. Oh, me too. It was a great pleasure to be on your show. Thank you.
Okay, take care. Take care. Thank you. enjoyed the show. It is really great fun to speak to people and find out what they're doing in the world. If you are interested in reaching out on air, online, or in person, let me show you how. I am partnered with some great people, some strategic thinkers and consultants to bring you the best services available. Call me at 347-560-1624 or email me at sandraleeshubert at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.